Hello and welcome to another episode of the Talking of Minds podcast and this episode we will be talking about sleep and sleep hygiene. We'll see how sleep is important, what are the major theories about sleep and how we can try and improve our sleep, the quality of it and the quantity of it. So sleep is an essential state of the body and mind for most animals including humans and we have you know considerably reduced muscle activity and sensory activity during the period of sleep that's how we can broadly understand what it is and there are competing theories which try to explain uh, why sleep happens and why is it is uh, you know important and uh, you know all these theories are being uh, considered uh, by science in their uh, you know uh, experiments and explorations so uh, one major theory is called the repair and restoration theory which states that sleep is essential for the restoration and the revitalization of all those physiological processes you know the processes in the body that keep the body and mind healthy and that it is also essential for the proper functioning of the body uh, as a whole not only the brain and uh, you know the associated you know nervous system and all uh, but for the entire body uh, so that's uh, the repair and restoration theory there is uh, an evolutionary theory which says that this you know periods of activity and inactivity which you know cycle which which, which come you know, which happen on loop are a part of the human evolution and that they are a means of conserving energy for the organism so there are other processes for conservation of energy such as hibernation by certain uh, you know animals that live in extreme conditions so similarly the evolutionary theory states that uh, these periods of activity and inactivity so the waking state is a period of activity and sleep is a period of inactivity that these are essential for conservation of energy and that they uh, evolved as part of the evolution of human animal there is another theory called the information consolidation theory which which we can also call the memory consolidation theory uh, which proposes that people sleep in order to process information that has been acquired during the daytime uh you know uh, in a sort of clean up of the memory or the or the the you know the association of memory to to uh, you know uh, to process all the things that we have been through the previous day uh, select the ones to keep and select the ones to discard and it also allows the brain to prepare for the days to come based on whatever we have received on uh, the previous day so that's the information consolidation theory and there is another theory called the clean up theory which says that uh, sleep allows the brain to clean itself up which is similar to what we saw in the information consolidation theory you know uh, to to decide what to keep and to decide what to not what not to keep and to you know uh, keep everything in order to to find the places in which you know uh, the memories are to be stored etc so these are the major theories uh, which right now we are considering about uh, you know the, this phenomenon of sleep and there is no doubt that sleep is a very important part of the human uh, you know the the, the human uh, living process and it is said that it takes it can take up to four nights to make up for one hour of lost sleep this could be an overstatement uh, you know uh, we don't have definitive evidence for that but uh, you know 
so one thing is certain is that you know we cannot treat uh, sleep like you know the way we borrow money from a person and then we give it uh, as a whole or in parts you know sleep does not work that way so um, if you sleep we lose sleep for considerable points of time it is sometimes you know irreversible uh, for for the human brain and the body and sleep has got certain relationships with the other bodily processes including our physical health and mental health and the the relationship between mental health and sleep is kind of a mutual relationship you know each one uh, has an impact on the other for example uh, in certain uh, mental disorders such as uh, clinical depression anxiety seasonal affective disorder etc you know these disorders can cause significant issues with your sleep they can cause your cause you know uh, problems with the quality and the quantity of the sleep that you get and you know sleep deprivation can have serious impacts on your mental health for example in a short term sleep deprivation can increase your stress levels increase your emotional distress it can have uh, you know major impacts on your cognitive functioning such as you know uh, the processing of language etc it can have an impact on your memory uh, itself how much you how much you are able to use your memory how much you are able to uh, you know learn things uh, and memorize things it can also have an impact on your performance the performance of your brain uh, for example uh, you know the kind of the quality of work that you do with your brain all these can be impacted by short term deprivation of sleep and the long term deprivation of sleep can have you know all these effects and along with them it can also increase the risk of hypertension increase the risk of cardiovascular issues uh, you know increase the risk of gastrointestinal diseases and so on so you know in in the short term and in the long term sleep deprivation can have serious impacts on our mental health and also on physical health and uh, continuous sleep deprivation can have an impact on your uh circadian rhythm which we also call the uh, in the biological clock which can also be a major concern for uh, you know many people especially if you are uh, you know working in an environment where it involves uh, you know prolonged uh, you know night time work and this night time work involves cognitive load you know load to the brain uh, it can have an impact on your circadian rhythm as well and now we'll look at some techniques for sleep hygiene now uh, you know all these techniques may not work equally for all of us you know uh, there is a lot of individual differences in uh, which one works best for uh, me or you and uh, you know some of them work uh, better for others better for some people than others so one way to uh, increase the quality of your sleep is to reduce stress yes uh, you know stress management stress is something that cannot be avoided and stress is certain levels of stress is important for human functioning also you cannot function without any kind of stress but the way we handle stress is important so what we call as you know uh, as the skill of uh, stress management so uh, managing your stress is an important task when it comes to the quality of your sleep another thing is having a consistent sleep schedule now sleep schedule can have one or two components one is obviously the amount of sleep that you get so 
a minimum of 6 hours of sleep is essential for most humans there could be exceptional people who need uh, you know lesser than that and there could be people who uh, could need at least you know 8 to 9 hours of sleep so all of us most of us fall in between the 6 and around 8 hours of sleep requirement and we can you know by time we can understand what is the optimum level of sleep that we need it is important not to get or not not to have a habit of getting less than this so if if six hours is essential for you uh, you should try to get six hours of minimum sleep on almost every day and do not go far beyond this so if six is enough for you do not plan for eight hours of sleep every day that's that may not be necessary so know which you know know, know what are your sleep requirements and try to follow that and another part of the sleep schedule is the times that you go to bed and get up you know every day that also has to be consistent uh, you know this amount of sleep is not alone uh, important you know the way the, the schedule that you set for sleep is also important and there can obviously be differences in this you know for example on a on a on a, on a weekend this can be disrupted but even in that case you know in even in the case of such disruptions it is important that we keep this this difference as a, a, you know to a maximum of around one hour. So on weekends you can probably you know wake up uh, an hour late or a couple of hours late. But it is always best to keep this in in check. You know, so too much of variation on a daily basis and on this schedule and uh, uh, the amount of sleep is not advisable. Another thing is to establish a nightly routine. You know, what do you do? before uh, you know uh, 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 around half hour or a, or an hour before your sleep is important that's what we call this nightly routine and this activity whatever you do during that time should be something that helps you get to sleep uh, easily and better so for some people it can be light stretching exercises for some people it can be listening to uh, certain kinds of music that we love uh, for some people it can be journaling you know writing down things that has happened on the day now journaling can also be used as a stress relief technique for some people it could be bathing for some people it could be reading not reading on a computer screen but reading something on paper uh, for some people it can be breathing exercises whatever that is you know whatever which whichever thing works for you try to establish that as a, a daily nightly routine uh, that you follow for the half hour or one hour before your sleep another important thing is to create the environment for sleep uh, you know in whichever way is possible if you are a person who is you know living on a single uh, room uh, you know where you do everything in a single room it could be difficult but if you have a place or or or, or a bedroom or, or a bed space for you you know try to create an environment which is conducive for sleep there so uh, it is crucial that this place should be free of blue lights that comes from LCD screens and mobile screens that is advisable. Uh, another thing is never to use your your bed as an office place or your uh, as a work desk or as a wardrobe you know treat your bed as a place for sleep and uh, you know if you are a sexually active person for sex sex also but do not use the the, the bed as an office space or, or a place where you sit and eat things you know these kind of uh, you know these kind of usages can have an impact on your the quality of sleep that you get 
Another thing is to improve your daytime physical activity such as exercises or, or running or any kind of exercise or physical activity because these physical activities can help you get better sleep. They can also improve the level of endorphins in your body uh, and it, it is also you know useful and helpful for your mental health as well. So getting uh, at least uh, you know a certain amount of physical activity during the day is important for getting good good sleep. Uh, another thing is to limit the, the 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 time of daytime naps that you get you know daytime sleeping habit so if if it is possible to avoid sleeping during the day that's the best thing but for some people you know these these daytime naps are, are part of their daily routine even in such case it is always good to limit uh, the, the the amount of sleep that you get during the daytime to say a maximum of 30 minutes per day and do not go beyond that that could be helpful and if you sleep regularly for more time uh, during the day it could impact your nighttime uh, sleep availability and the quality of sleep that you get during the night time another important thing is to limit intake of caffeine and sugar and uh, sugars you know during night time so say for a period of four hours prior to sleeping uh, it is best to avoid coffee and tea or cola or soft drinks which have caffeine or you know added sugars uh, activities like smoking these could be avoided for at least four hours prior to sleep and yes smoking if uh, you know if it is possible quit it and if not uh, you know uh, do not smoke within four hours of uh, you know your regular sleep time and limitation to screen exposure is an important thing and it is best if you could if you could avoid uh, you know exposure to a blue screen or a screen exposure uh, such as a mobile screen or or a computer screen for at least two hours before sleep at least two hours and if it is that not that is not absolutely possible at least for an hour before sleep if you could uh, limit your screen exposure that could be very good for the sleep uh, in a quality and quantity of your sleep and the time interval between uh, your last food of the day that we call the dinner and your sleep time is also important. Try to keep it uh, around two to three hours uh, you know minimum you know uh, the time between the last uh, you know food of the day and it is always advisable to have the dinner uh, as light as possible and also at least three hours prior to your regular bedtime that that can uh, help your sleep now once you get to bed there are certain tools that can help you get better sleep and these are also individual centric you know some uh, things work for some people some for, for some it does not so uh, breathing exercises can be something that you can uh, experiment with some for some people for many people breathing exercises to help them get to sleep uh, you know very fast for some people this could be a counting routine such as you know counting uh, downwards from 100 or 1000 and for many people you know it, it helps for some people as we already said you know listening to some soft music can be useful uh, for some people it could be imageries you know uh, remembering uh, uh, some beautiful moments that you have had or imagining some some beautiful scenarios that you would like to enjoy these kind of things could also help us uh, you know sleep you know start sleeping uh, fast uh, you know uh, once you get to bed so the one thing that to be remembered is that you know none of these work alike for all of us for some some of these 
uh, things may work for some uh, it may not but you know some of these things are very important such as uh, you know uh, the physical activity during daytime the time between dinner and your bedtime the exposure to screen uh, you know blue blue screens before your uh, you know bedtime all these are very important and they can have a definite impact on the quality and the quantity of sleep that you get and uh, sleep is a very important activity that you have to uh, treat us at most important for our well-being and mental health thanks for listening goodbye